Hey, 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 it's your girl, Oatmeal Brown, and I'm back to put it all the way down like four flat tires, like we always do. So, hey, we just gonna roll right into who is in the building, which you already should know. It is your intellectual correspondent, Dr. Andrea L. What's up, cousin? What's up, cousin? Oh, the sun. That's what's up. God is what's up, too, right? For real, for real. For real, for real. Praise the Lord, saints. Praise the Lord, saints and ain'ts. Okay. Everybody needs the the good Holy Spirit in their life and in their hearts, right? Yes. Really. We got too much going on right now not to 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 really, you know, have a relationship with God and understand how you will be as a person with God in your life. Come on, call in that divine energy. We need in that today. Heart, in your heart, in your mind. To help us navigate each and every day of what's mm-hmm. going on in mm-hmm. this world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to preach because I'm not a preacher, but sometimes I'm a teacher and I'm always a student. Trying to reach ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we sound like player partners. <laughs> <laughs> Where we be, where we from, but it's all good in the hood, right? In the suburbs. In the suburbs. Because <laughs> listen, uh, oh no, let me not say that. Because the last time I no, said you right. in the hood, you almost came through. You almost came and jumped on my neck. <laughs> Wait a minute. Because <sighs> it ain't like that. I ain't trying to say you ain't got your court. Man, I missed you, cousin. I missed the podcast. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, but we had to come back um, really quickly, and we're we're on our way back, um, being consistent and off of our rest and restoration and time, you know, away from talking, because you don't you need you have need to have time where you listen Mm -hmm. and you're quiet, you know, and you're at peace and you're still. And peace is where you, it has to be within you so it can be wherever you are, right? Come on, come on, say that again. It's not, sometimes, yeah, you can go away to a peaceful area, you know, and and just take up nature or whatever it is that will help you, you know, soothe your soul and soothe you and calm you. But you need to be able to find peace within yourself because you will need peace and in your life every day in different areas you might need to tap into your piece at the store because somebody is talking crazy you know what i mean you may have to tap into peace in a work environment with whatever it is that you do or you know on a conference call or a meeting you know in your family life at home you got to tap into your peace sometime um so it has to be within you Tap into your peace. That's a very real word. Some people like think they need to go to find peace when you have to, like you said, tap inside. 
because it's going to always be a, a, a lot going on around you as long as you have peace inside of you. That is the true essence of peace, knowing how to like, hold on, let me tap in, check in, check in, tap in. Right, for sure. Being true to thine own self, thine own self be true, but you got to know who you are. Hmm. And guess what? Who you are can change over the years. So, hey, in a nutshell, just want to go ahead and uh, touch on... um, Really quickly, our last podcast, which was Thinking Outside the Box. It was an amazing podcast. Um, we, we we spit a lot of game. And it's not that we know everything. It's that, you know, life experiences, uh, being in different environments, you know, being around different people, you know, understanding and listening to their story as well. It's not just about us. It never is. It never is. But we are included. We Mm -hmm. are included. And Mm -hmm. we are inclusive to a lot of things that um, are going on. And so, you know, we uh, talked about just how in media we see ourselves a lot. What I mean by that, our skin folk, Mm -hmm. you know, and and certain things that's going on and they're not so well, not so great all the time. It just seems like it's just a constant of something always happening and we're always in the media in a negative light that is being perpetuated and pushed and, um, you know, we, we don't have those people that were there in that light at that time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That 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 those scenarios have passed away, and now we're on to the next. And this is going to be constant. And you know, we talked about um, being responsible ourselves. You know, there's racism that's not going away, okay? But you can't pull the race card on everything certain issues may stem from white supremacy you know as you stated um, in several other podcasts so they can go back and listen to what you had to say about that and you can also elaborate on it again because you can never hear enough of what it is that's stemming certain things you know it's not all white supremacy because evil exists in everyone you That's know, white supremacy. <laughs> evil be white supremacy all day, evil right? Evil be black folks. So evil be Hispanic people. Evil be Asian people. Evil be evil is evil. It is a spirit that is within individuals. Okay. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care what your title is. You know, I don't. It doesn't matter. Evil is evil. And what we're seeing happening, which has always been happening, how people would stereotype a whole race, okay? So now they will stereotype a whole group of people. Mm-hmm. Whether it's gender, whether it's men or shit, or, you know, females ain't shit. Like, it's sickening people. We, I mean, like, what? what is this division? There's so much divisiveness going on. And what that is, is spiritual warfare at its finest. And so if those that say they tapped into the word, then, you you know, if you're really tapped in, then you can see it. 
mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, your scales are removed. But if you can't see it, it's because blind doesn't mean that you're blind and you can't see, you know, anything at all. You just be blind to the facts. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm-hmm. Blind to what's happening, blind to reality of what's right in front of us. And no, we can't ignore everything. And no, everything is not our business. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But there's so much stuff swarming around. We have to have our head on swivel, mm-hmm. you know, and we have to be able to recognize what is um, racism from what is having accountability for your own actions, you know, yes. um, having control over your emotions, dealing with trauma, how to deal with trauma, where your trauma is actually coming from. Because, yeah, we have a collective trauma and then there's individual trauma from whatever happened in your life. How that can't affect you in adulthood, you know? Yes. How do you stop that? How do you stop generational stuff? You know? Mm-hmm. And and it's just it's it's just all inclusive. I'm seeing everything happening. All inclusive. So, you know, what what is recent, what has happened recent that is heavy in um the news and what's going on in the world is why we came to have this important podcast today. And it's about, you know, the um, the man, the uh, young adult, because he wasn't a young kid. He was a young adult, 29-year-old Tyrese Nichols, right? Yes, Tyree Nichols. Tyree mm-hmm. Nichols, who was beaten by five African-American cops, okay? And there was, I'm, I'm presuming there was other people there I have not watched the video because I can't hold on to that trauma right now in my mind. I don't want it in there. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. I, I feel deeply, passionately, you know, and sincerely hurt by it. But if I watch it, it's going to do something to me that I don't need right now internally and in my mind. If that makes sense. It does. I, um, in all full transparency, have been unplugged to the point that I didn't know anything about this incident until mm-hmm. I. there were snippets of people emailing me, you know, jumping into the conversation, assuming that I already knew what was going on. And then I received an email at seven o'clock Sunday morning about needing to create some some healing spaces and think about uh, on an institutional level, what can we do to create space for the people that I work with, the young mm-hmm. people that I work with? Um, and, you know, I had to ask myself, do I have the capacity? I had to actually go to God. Do I have the capacity? What do I have to offer to these conversations? Uh, being one that is a part of the social justice uh, warriorship 
it gets very draining. The emotional labor is extremely taxing. As you were mentioning, you can't watch this because of the trauma and, and what it might imprint on your psyche that's already there. Mm-hmm. And, and really thinking, though, and having to go to God and be reminded that I cannot be despondent. Despondency is not going to help in this situation as much as I would like to be. That is not a luxury that I have. Nor do you have, nor do we have. So this call, this check-in, this uh, emergency almost crisis check-in podcast hits us generationally. Correct. It's us generationally. And it's like, you know, it's said that and in the stereotypical things, you know, just like me and you touched on it when we were just talking to each other on the phone. And I was saying how, you know, the stereotypes are just out of control. And, and I'm talking about within our culture, too. Mm-hmm. The stereotypes mm-hmm. are ridiculous, you know, and it's sickening, you know. So you got cops that's ganged up. Okay. Mm-hmm. They got each other's back doing something ignorant. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. We we this this gang stuff. And and then having titles and using your title um as as power over people is ridiculousness. And then people wanted to bring in, I've seen some talk. They're like, oh, so they were in fraternities, mm-hmm. right? And they're trying to link that mm-hmm. to that. And then it ain't got nothing to do with it. That's right. At all. It has nothing to do with it. But they're trying to link it and and, and as, you know, well, they got they have some type of gang activity, gang like, you know, activity within, you know, these Greek organizations. And that's wrong again you know what I mean and it's like oh they're doing they they got in that to have some type of acceptance that's wrong again <laughs> you know that's stereotypical mm-hmm. you know to be like oh all black people are off the chain that's wrong again you right, know right right and so we have to get into the details right because what people are are becoming brainwashed or not having an open mindset to understand, don't do that. You don't take everybody down because of a few bad apples. You don't take everybody down. All black people, you know, should not be treated unfairly because of the bad apples, right? Police officers, there are some that still do protect and serve, but there are some shady ones too, right? There are some shady pastors. There's some shady churches, just like there's some good churches and some good pastors, right? So yes. That's in any and everything you do. It's going to be some people that wasn't shit still ain't shit and ain't gonna be shit even if they have titles Mm -hmm. it has to do with the character of the individuals exactly right because 
all churches aren't bad. Just because, you know, back in 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 the 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 colonization and Western colonization and right supremacy and then remixing the Bible and making Jesus white, no. that don't mean us that still worship God and Jesus is looking at the white man and, and you think that's what we worshiping? Come on, stop being stereotypical. Oof. Right? What seems to be common is let's destroy and tear down black people, whether that be physically or in word and deed. And those narratives seem to be the most sensationalized and the ones that that's so parasitical. Everybody want to eat on that. Everybody want to talk about that. Right. Um, we're addressing black genocide but then leading into the institution of gangs and the origins with rooted in the police, right? The right. overseer, the patrol, all of those things, and then connecting those with, oh, here's another thing that we can discredit the entire Black community with by trying to point out a fraternity and link it to the, the practices of police organizations. But what's the common thread, right? The Black folks. Yeah, but then you got black folks that maybe their experience was with individuals and, you know, the organizations. These people were terrible, okay? That doesn't mean the organization in itself is terrible. Because that's not the foundational principles. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The foundational, some people join for the foundational principles. You and I strictly foundational principles there are stereotypical things that go with the organizations yes yeah you say pretty girls were were you know 20 pearls but i've been a pretty girl before even the thought of being in an organization came about mm-hmm. you know i'm always gonna be me but there are some some characteristics and some foundational principles that are related, relatable to my life, community service, which has always been a part of my life, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then some of their principles. So you relate to the principles that are within said organization. Right. I'm going to hold the precepts regardless if I'm in the organization or not, because it's just part of my walk. Correct. You know, so mm-hmm. with, with, within those organizations, just like with anything else, you're going to have some bad apples. You know, they talk about, oh, it's 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 uh, it's a remnant of a gang. Well, guess what? I'm pretty sure some gang members, some ex-gang members have become Greek. OK, I'm Black pretty Greek. sure police are gangs. Correct. I'm pretty sure some ex-gang police, some ex-gang members that became policemen. I'm pretty pretty sure there's some ex-gang members that became pastors. So what I'm saying now, in in the example, CEOs. All right. Some mm-hmm. of them became better and became better people. Some of them kept up their practices of what they did prior to. So I said all that to say you cannot categorize and stereotype a whole group of people based off the bad apples, even if that's all you have been exposed to. Right. You got to have a bigger mindset than that. And hopefully you're not just looking at what you saw on TV or social media or on the YouTube university. You have some real life personal experiences 
that move beyond one individual, two individuals, a moment in your high school type. Right. Or in your college experience, Mm -hmm. you may have ran across, you know, um, a generation or a a, a season of people that was whack. You know what I mean? (laughs) And, And they were the ones in the Greek organizations. And they was bringing all their personal entities and character into it, you know, watering down what it's really about. It's no different. These organizations were created in a time where, uh, you know, for us to have brother and sisterhood service and work together when we didn't have our own families right there, you know, with us mm-hmm. while we're away in school. And being denied the right to join the the traditional Greek. Correct. Which who, where did they get Greek me- mythology from? Jesus, let's talk about it. Right. It came from African spiritual mythology because we were in what first Okay, so it's like we be stealing our stuff back and then people don't even be our, I'm just serious, they be remixing our stuff. You know? I'm always like, remember the divine part of this, y'all. Like Correct. I be sometimes like it's the divine nine. Divine nine. They want to make it, you know, yeah, there are people that worship that worship it. We not worshiping nothing but God. Don't nothing come before that. If you, when you can make anything your idol, mm. right? Mm-hmm. You can make your clothes, your money, your house, your job, your looks, your body. When God talks about when the when the word talks about idolism, idol gods. It ain't just talking about a sorority or fraternity. It's talking Mm -hmm. about everything. So when people uh, bump their gums and open their mouth to get to, you know, stereotyping and talking reckless about stuff, turn around and look at the person in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And then you got to understand all of the intricate details. One of the biggest challenges that I have is, but I believe it, is the law of one. Mm-hmm. You know, we are all one. At the end of the day, we are all manifestations of God consciousness. Right. And that's where it becomes to be very difficult when you see folks who you feel like that. I'm not I'm not them. I'm not like that. I don't even understand. I wouldn't even ever get down. But but at the end of it all, we are connected. Correct. Yeah. We're all connected. We are all connected, but we are not all the same. We are not the same, but we are all connected to the law of one. But we're so, like you said, there's so much division. We've been so, we've been so ingrained to focus on our difference, be separate from each other, compete with each other, hate each other, be threatened by the difference that we don't realize that me looking at you is you, is me looking at me. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So you end up saying stuff that 
it, exactly what the word states. If you got a plank in your eye, how you gonna correct the plank in your brother's eye when you got one in your own? And so it'd be two planks if you can't see. <laughs> you, I mean, for real. Like all the word of God is it's live. You know, it's 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 living word. Mm-hmm. It is the living word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is what it is, the living word. So people be thinking you just quoting a scripture. Do you understand what it's meaning? That's what it's meaning. That's the meaning right there. So we got to stop. Like people are getting so wrapped up in allowing the manifestation of manipulation and division. The manifestation of manipulation. You know, and, and divisiveness. And it's like, no, stop categorizing everybody the same. I'm not excluding racism at all, but I am dead. We talk about vibes. We talk about energy. We mm-hmm. talk about spirits. It's real mm-hmm. in the field. We're talking about emo- controlling your emotions mm-hmm. and trauma. It's real. Mental health is real. It's real. Because you got to have something going on in your mind. You're you're letting your mind and the evilness, the evil spirit to Mm. manipulate you where you Mm. think you can abuse your power Mm. and and beat this man. You and your homies. You Mm. got me bent. That's why I be like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not doing that. Remember I said, you can be friends with folks, but your friend is the one that's going to tell you that's stupid we're going to go to jail <laughs> on your own. I'm not going with you to jail like that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Leave that woman alone and she don't want to be with you or whatever the issue is or do let's go to the ring and, and box it out. You know, get your anger out some, go work out. You know, get your get your spirit right, get your mind right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Leave these people alone that ain't did nothing to you. Why do you feel like because of you know if this is the case? I mean, these are just all scenarios. Mm-hmm. Because of uh, you a popo that you can do this, or because you from this hood that you can do this, you know, or if you from this set that you can do this. Because at the, the beginning of the day, we don't own none of these neighborhoods. It's the government. It's not our stuff. Hmm. You know, so that's why I'm a, yeah, I'm not knocking where I'm from. I love it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not banging for it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. I'm a spiritual gangster, though. Yes. I'm riding for God's word. I'm riding for it. Yes. I'm not against nobody from nowhere. Mm-hmm. Because what did you just say? We are all connected. Yep. We're all one. We are all one. The law of one. The law of one. But we're different. But it's about understanding the journey and understanding life. What what's in front of us? What you trying to do? Like, what's your purpose? What, what's your purpose? What's, what? Ha- we've gotten drunk off the power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and and the power of manipulation, the power of money. You know, thinking that that doesn't that doesn't replace character, that doesn't replace love, doesn't replace it. Mm-mm. It doesn't replace compassion, doesn't replace it. You know, so we really have to be cognizant and aware in these times. Um, we got to be like that period in life. But really, right now, the warfare is very strong. Mm-hmm. And whose side are you on? Because, I mean, that's to me, it boils down to that. Right. And we're able to clearly see who's you can't serve two. And we're able to clearly see that division in those those entities fighting against each other and you know which day and which moment one is winning but I'm always give it up to the light but as you can see like if that's that energy um, again everything is in divine order whether we wanted to or not to me the deeper message behind what we're seeing is that there's still so much institutional systemic change that needs to happen to end the epidemic of racial violence. And I'm going to specifically say for black and brown folks, because that's the only people I see being impacted by the epidemic. And how many more lives have to be shed? How much more blood must be shed in order for these institutions to change? Because mm-hmm. it seems like that's the only way there'll be institutional impact is with the blood constantly being shed that we are shedding. It's like we're the sacrifices for but, folks to wake up. Right. But again, we have to wake up. And I'm not when I say we, I'm speaking in general. Yes. Because some people are don't do, you know, they ain't about that the life that we're seeing. You know, from from that that is the uh, the divisiveness mm-hmm. and the self hate. You know, um, what it is is at the it's it was going to boil all the way up to the top. It's okay? going to, and it, it's already doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you have these black men that are police were police officers doing this, guess what? You you not no different from from the gang member. You're not any different. So it's gonna keep escalating to the top. You're gonna keep seeing people with with what we have already seen with with money dying and doing ridiculous stuff, you know. We have to have accountability. There's certain things that the white folks you can't blame it on. You got to do it yourself. Now, this is to me an an issue of um the institution of just the police in general and you can't separate overseer from officer you can't uh, uh, you can't die you cannot ignore the roots of of police and the organization of policing so it don't matter like you say what color you are to me my opinion is that the police as an organization is corrupt it is one of the largest gangs and if you signed up to work for there, you signed up to work for corruption. You're on the side of corruption because we haven't seen enough where these police departments are not doing that. Uh, while there may be a lot of people in places that's trying to make a change and bring difference, we also know there's the blue code. We also can see 
regardless of what your race is, you've been trained organizational practices and procedures to racially profile folks to have an automatic association to kill certain people, to mistreat certain people, to automatically assume stereotype certain things about certain people. And you signed up for it. So for me, that whole system is guilty. For me, it's not about reforms. For me, it's about abolish a corrupt system. You can't, you can't, you can't make that clean. It was rooted in, in its design to keep us policed, surveilled, and controlled. Right. It was rooted in that. Okay. Right. But why is so many other things outside of that uh, operating in the same realm? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is you got to start sweeping around your own front door first, always. So do you continue to allow the chaos and things and, and, and within your reach mm-hmm. because you waiting on them to make a change that mm-hmm. may ever, never make a change? So that's why things are escalated. Can't wait for outside to make a change. You cannot. Mm-hmm. And everything ain't racism. No. This this acting a fool at the airports that a lot of that I ain't seen racism yet. Wait, what's happening? They acting a fool at the airports. Ever since they didn't gave some of these folks this PPP money, they didn't messing up the flying situation. <laughs> 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 they be at the airport beating up flight attendants, you know, and 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 causing problems and fighting folks. It's like, what what is going on? You, you know, and then with all the social media stuff, some I'm not saying that cameras aren't good because they are are capturing some of the stuff that we wouldn't see. Mm-hmm. But then there's all the extraness, okay, that's happening. It's like you can't separate what the good the goodness of it from the negativity that mm-hmm. it, it also brings. We know good and well that when you get on the plane, they're going to tell you sooner or later, you're going to have to turn your electronics off. Mm-hmm. As soon as they say that, it's time to turn the electronics off because that's the rules and the regulations of taking off for the flight. Once the flight is in air, they will let you know when it's time to turn back on the electronics. So if you talking, doing the video, selfieing, and 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 IG in live and TikToking and the front left plane is ready to go and they done said to turn off the electronics it is not racism it is not profiling you sir or ma'am are in the wrong and putting people's lives in jeopardy correct and our 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 sister Shakari Richards or Richardson or whatever her name is the one who run track she did that she was on the plane now we didn't get the whole clip but what it was is that they, you know, it was time to turn off the electronics. And she was doing the whole, you know, live and on or TikToking on something. And she got put off the plane. And they was clapping, clapping. 
for her to get off the plane. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'd have been clapping too. Because when I get on the plane and when I get to the airport, I don't want no shenanigans. People, we about to get up in the air. Safety first. Correct. Safety first. Now, if they picked on you and they hadn't already said to turn off the electronics and they're profiling you is totally different than you not being in accordance to the rule and regulations of flights. Okay? Lord. And so, again, it's like, what is wrong with a lot of the people in the world today? It's like they're desensitized. They don't know history. Um, it's we, we have to fight. We had to fight for history. And now you got people not even wanting to search and research. And they, they thinking that, I don't know what they're thinking. You know, it's like the uh, artificial intelligence is a whole fool up in these streets. And, and it's going to be worse. Right. Worse and worse. It's getting worse. worse. So, no, I wouldn't be. I'm not against the system, but I'd have been clapping too if I was on that flight and I'm ready to go. And because what you're doing is holding us up, heck yeah, I'm clapping too. Please, ma'am. I got to turn off my phone too. But I don't care who know I'm on the flight. Personally, I don't want you to know where I'm at. Unless I want you to know where I'm at. You don't need to know when I'm in a bathroom. You don't need to know when I'm sitting in my, you know, if yeah. people choose to do that, cool. But if people that choose not to and they're trying to get somewhere on a flight, come on. Sir or ma'am. But anyway, I'm just saying, I just made that example of how like common sense ain't common no more. Mm. And you know, think people just just direct the whole recklessness of just I don't know humanity. That's it. We're, is, we're seeing people, unfortunately, no longer have a spirit of discernment. Mm-hmm. And our young people is so important. The youth is the truth, as my guy says. All right, all right. What gives us, what teaches that us that discernment is being muddled and manipulated, as you said, and overshadowed by the cult of personality and the me, 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 look at me culture. And it's, it's very, very scary to see that people are losing the connection of the spirit of discernment. Yes. You know, with phrases like alternative facts, (laughs) with everybody feeling like, you know, they have a right to say something, which they do. But again, we have no respect now for folks who are who are practitioners in a particular area. We all think we know everything without having like studied, trained, worked, acquired a level of discipline. But we're losing the spirit of discernment to be able to tell what's right or wrong, good or evil. And I believe that's all designed so that as artificial intelligence continues to to do what it does and the people who are leading that um, all again, trying to be God, all again, trying to fight for the power. Um, 
we're going to continue to see high levels of corruption. Somebody was just telling me that a lot of the people in the crypto community who have kind of made a name for themselves are being killed. And that they're actually like telling this to the public before they get killed. Like I'm going to get killed by suicide, which you know I'm not suicidal, um, by MK Ultra, or they're going to do this to me. There is, again, I don't know about this world, but there's a whole something happening where the folks who have began to make a lot of money in cryptocurrency are allegedly committing suicide. But the question asks, are they being killed? Because there's a pattern here. But what is that connected to? That goes back to what you were saying about the artificial intelligence and how artificial intelligence and the power to control and replicate humanity offered for greed or money, power. Attention, attention is the one of the newer drugs, you know. Yeah. And it's it's just wild. You know, not to say that it ain't no good stuff going on, because there is, you know, plenty of good stuff happening. But, you know, as we always state that negativity, it gets pushed a little bit harder. And people are quick to jump on that bandwagon. And you're trying to remind folks, y'all think out the box, like don't get so caught up in the programming that's happening and recognize the the programming that you are subscribing to. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's so, you know, some of our our, our deep sisters and, and brothers in the artistry of music and poetry, how they, like every, Erica Badu was on it, okay? And then how, remember when we were little and people would talk about the idiot box, the TV or whatever. Mm-hmm. I never, like, now that we're older, oh, that's what they meant, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Now we got mm-hmm. more technology. Technology definitely has taken over it's taken over from you know um social connecting with people where sometimes we on our phones the only time i'm gonna be on my phone most of the time if i'm in a, around people is maybe somewhere i want to be you know <laughs> and i gotta be there you know what i mean mm-hmm. or every once in a while i have gotten distracted you know, I've been somewhere, it was like years back, and they took a picture of me and they put it on social media. I was playing solitaire <laughs> at the bar. <laughs> so, you know, stuck on solitaire. You know, people used to be stuck on Candy Crush. I never played Candy Crush, but that solitaire, I would be on it trying to beat the heck out of that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. little computer on your phone, because phone is a computer, but I'm trying to beat it. But I was used to be so just stuck on it, addicted to it. Mm-hmm. I had to break that addiction mm-hmm. of playing solitaire on my phone. Mm. You know? And now it's like I, we have such short attention spans. Correct. Like, I try to watch a TV show and I'm telling you, it takes me like five hours, maybe two days to watch one show because I didn't pause it, rewind it. Went to the phone, went to the bathroom, went to get something to eat, rewinded it again because I missed something. I'm like, oh my God, I can't even watch an hour show, like a straight through show without all of these distractions. My attention is so short. Wow. Now that's something I'm not going to do. I'm going to watch my shows. I'm going to call you back. 
I'm gonna text you and tell you this was popping. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm finna be watching my shows, okay? Mm-hmm. Or church. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna be at church when it's, it's time for church. I'm gonna be there. Now yeah. I might get up, you know, because um, walk around and do, you know, pick up some or you know. Do you grab your phone during church? I be trying not to grab my phone during church because I find myself pick it up and like, oop, let me put this back down. Now, if I was if I physically in church, no, the phone is not out at all. Well, you know, I go to bedside service for the past (laughs) few years. Yeah, me too. But I'm just saying, if I'm physically there, now I've been to certain like conferences and something like that, you know. But like church Sunday church, it's been a while, but. yeah. At the yeah. house, when you at the house, do you get on your phone while you're at church? I have. I do. I be having to yeah. catch myself. I'm like, ooh. Yes. I have it. it. It can it can get any of us. And so what I make it a habit to do, like when I'm out and about in a social atmosphere, that's why it's hard for me to be the picture taker. Mm-hmm. Because I be having my phone up and I be in the moment. That's yeah. one thing that I do. So I'll have like missed calls and mixed texts. I won't be seeing them to the next day because I done had a couple of cocktails and I'd be ready to come home and go to bed. You know what I'm saying? So- <laughs> you be focused. You're yeah. present. And I'm pretty sure people might have felt like maybe she, she was acting funny or she didn't have her phone because everybody has their phone. Well, when I'm in the moment at concerts or, you know, in church or actively in a social environment with my friends where I want to be mm-hmm. friends or family no it's not yeah. out surprisingly yeah. it's not out and yeah. like I'm making my business take it out be like girl you can get some pictures this time come on you know yeah. no that's true I agree if I'm with you want to own one to one I'm not gonna pull my phone out unless unless you don't want my undivided attention mm-hmm. because I'm gonna give you me but if you're like doing something else, then cool. I'm gonna skedaddle too to the phone or whatever else I'm gonna do. But I try to show up for you without the phone. But if you get in that phone, you're gonna lose me. You're right. I'm gonna get in my phone. But I might get it in a little bit. You know, we sit down at the table. All right. We will we'll really quickly. We both get in it real quick. And then it's like, okay, put it up. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna be in it. I'm not gonna be on it because I think that is so rude. If, mm-hmm. we're, if we're somewhere in the midst of with people that yeah. we need to see or be with or be around, no, nah, I'm not going to be in that like that. Yeah, because it's going to pull me away from you. Right. That's what it's going to do. If it's just me and you sitting on the couch and you pull up on your phone, okay, and you're on there longer than a minute. Yeah. Oh, well, you could have went home to do that. <laughs> 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 and that's not about me wanting all your attention it's just that I've given you my time and right. it's so valuable you know like if we're gonna get on the phones we could we don't have to be in person to if we're gonna get on the phones correct <laughs> exactly and something I wanted to tell you I know we're jumping around a little bit but I had cut you off in the last podcast and I'm so sorry because we were talking about the spirit of discernment and you said that discernment is sometimes hidden and I want you to elaborate on that if you could remember uh, if, if why you said it's hidden 
I took my own interpretation of it and roll with it and, and kept going. But I don't know what you actually meant by that. You said that discernment is sometimes hidden. Like, why would God hide the discernment? Now, I'm going to give an example. We can give some examples and see if that sparks your brain. So I said, because maybe it's a lesson in it Mm -hmm. for you, right? Mm -hmm. The person that can't find discernment or uh, when it's all said and done, then you see, okay, that was a lesson for me, right? So you weren't able to discern Mm. because you needed to see it play out to see the lesson, right? Mm. Mm. I don't I've experienced that before in my life. I wasn't able to discern because you wasn't supposed to discern. You were supposed to get the lesson. You were supposed to let it play all the way out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then you can have a spirit of discernment and understanding because the lesson was specifically for me. Right, right, right. I can't really remember, but as you say that now, I'm I'm thinking because sometimes, like with the discernment, we have where God wants us to seek, mm-hmm. to seek God, right? And right. and you have to you have to be willing to do that work to seek God or to seek the lesson and, you know, using what you were saying to seek the lesson, to seek that, that examination. Um, and God sometimes, I don't know, cause, and I'm just thinking like, if the discernment is not just like out there again, it comes from a relationship with being connected to self, which is being connected to source and if you are disconnected, then sometimes that discernment could be hidden from you because you're not tapped in to be able to receive it. Boom. Exactly. You know, you're not tapped in. And I and and I was listening to um oh, don't let me misquote. I don't know if it's because you know, I listen, you know, we listen to Pastor Keon. I like flowers, I like Sarah Jakes. Mm-hmm. They're all good at at, you know. Um, teaching the word um, and I just I, I love I love all of them mm-hmm. um, I think they're great and so um, with delivering God's word and their transparency with who they are it's just like you could totally I could totally feel it hear it and receive it but one of them talked about um, we're talking about the spirit of discernment and I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's all right. Y'all, it's five o'clock in the morning. No, I'm yeah, trying to discern who it was. <laughs> I done forgot what I was going to say. That they oh, said. You said that you're not tapped in. Like, oh, you're not tapped when in. you're not tapped in, right? Mm-hmm. And how you people be throwing God in something that he wasn't never in. Stop throwing God in stuff. Right, you know, For real. if 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 you was in a terrible relationship, you was in a terrible relationship. <laughs> God was not in that from the jump. Was this a man of God? Was this a woman of God? No, I don't care how much they say. 
God this and God that. Was y'all praying? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Was y'all attending any type of service together online or going to church? Was y'all studying? Was y'all studying the word together? If any of those answers, <laughs> who was leading the prayer over the food at dinner? Well, was it even happening? And for the listeners that don't believe in God, hey, we're not trying to tell you you have to believe in God, but I tell people you better believe in yourself like you believe in God. Yeah, <laughs> if you believe you know, in yourself. You don't believe in a higher power. If you don't believe in the Holy Spirit. If you don't believe in God, we're not against you. We love you. You yeah. know? But because we do, we're not forcing it on you. But this is just this atmosphere. This is this environment. We're not knocking you. We welcome you to, you know, dialogue, conversation or whatever. And we don't know everything because we are not preachers. You know, I taught a little bit of Sunday school back in the day. But (laughs) you still, everybody has to learn. And it's a continuous growth process. Yes. Even those who teach and preach. And our bishops Quiet. and ministers, and they have to learn. And it, sometimes the message will come through their life experiences that's in the now, not just something that's old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that's why the word, the living word, the word of God is living. It's the living word. So when you hear about, you know, John and and, and Peter and Paul, you know what I'm saying? His name used to be name is Saul, used to be Paul. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he said he had the scales over his eyes. He couldn't see. Mm-hmm. Bing, ding, 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 ding. When you're not tapped in, mm-hmm. you can't see. Mm-hmm. When you be lying, you're not going to be able to see the truth. You're not going to be able to understand the truth if you lie all the time. Mm-hmm. You are blind. Until you stop lying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just being honest. Mm-hmm. Until you stop lying. So that's where I had to realize that, oh, well, you know, you hear people that's always lying. You be like, you didn't have to, you did not have to lie. And you don't have to lie to kick it. Then people continue to do that. And you'd be like, you know what? Whatever I say or do, it's not going to matter. Because they can't hear me. <laughs> they can't see you. I thought of three things. You ain't got to lie, Craig. Right. You should be a writer because you know how to embellish your truth. And okay, come on, write some stories, a book or something. <laughs> and what good do your words do if they can't understand you? So right. Come on, Erica. Listen. Yes. So Erica was in the news too, y'all. Think out the box. They was trying to slay my girl because slay her because she and her daughter had on some some spandex pants showing their juicy bottoms, their juicy derrieres, and people are just just you know what we are great at. We're so great at passing judgment. Like yes. oh my gosh, we have master judgment. Yes, and, and that's that plank that you talking about, right? You know, it's like, it's not that I've never, I pass judgment on certain things. You know, I just, I don't say it out loud normally, <laughs> unless it's, you know, uh, amongst us. You know, like I said, I don't like those snuffleupagus lashes, right? The ones where the, it looked like they got, uh, you know, a track on their eyelashes. 
at the bottom and the top and their eyes be red now coming from a person that does wear strips and individuals anytime a drop of anything is sticking me in my eye is crucial anytime the eye piece of eyeliner get up in there it's crucial so I just don't understand the snuffleupagus I don't the dragon I can't wait sometimes I just be like these they got to go I, I go put a little oil on them you know what I'm saying I pull them off so I can sleep and rub my eyes honey because I got the, my eyes got to be free mm-hmm. <laughs> everything gotta be free you know so I'm not knocking them that's what they choose to do but just from a health perspective these things period from a health perspective but when you just over the top doing it you know when you just it, it's too much it's too much team for the eyes too much team too much yeah it's team too much mm-hmm. just like we did we we did too much by putting you know always getting braids always getting a weave always wearing your hair in a ponytail not letting it free putting hella color on it putting hella perm on it we did too much and not even realized it right mm-hmm. so now we're in an, an era where Man, that's why it's so much traction alopecia. That's why so many people ain't got no edges. Because, and then it's a constant. Now it's a constant. It used to be where, you know, um, and again, I wear wigs. I wear makeup. But I'm still me. I like the natural me, actually. You know what I'm saying? So I still just wear like, you know, if I'm going to do a glam look, Mm-hmm. Is something important, you know? Yeah. A photo shoot, a wedding—it's not every day. I can't do it every day. It's not me. I can't do it every day because I want to look like me. I'm comfortable in my skin, but if somebody wants to do it every day, that is them. But just know that when the fella is talking about being fooled. You gotta understand you might be fooling them if you look way different <laughs> under your makeup. Way that's not a, that's not a slight, that's reality. I mean, and reality is, is that I in my personal experience, I see so many people not wear their natural hair that when I was just at a conference a few weeks ago, I was looking at people with a real hair and I was like, wow, I forgot. Girls got real hair, like real long, thick hair, long, thick hair, long hair, straight hair, curly hair, whatever the hair. But like, I was just like, wow, why am I having this reaction? Oh, because I don't see it all the time. Right. Because it became, um, you know, not the what the norm used to be. And being norm doesn't mean boring um, because there's a classic look, you know, and I love the classic look, even if I got a little extension, a little track or whatever. I just love the classic look, you know, and what people say, what's the classic look? Because I'm asking in my head right now. That's a Nia Long look. That's okay. a my look. That's a Sanaya Lathan look. It's a it's a um, Holly Berry look. You know, I don't mm-hmm. think that's boring. I think that's classic. It, it's Diane Carroll. 
It's us. It's you. It's me. We might do a little something. You know, you might do a little pink or a red or yellow or green, you know, hair or today, you know, eyeshadow or something like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I mm-hmm. still see you. You know, that's just, it's an enhancement. Right. Beauty enhancements is cool. There's nothing wrong with having beauty enhancements. A lot of people use them. And a beauty enhancement in for me is like, okay, lashes, eyeliner, mascara, little foundation. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean a beat. Now, you can have a beat. But, you know, it's, it's, we have to think about reality and not feel like, and I know sometimes people's delivery is not always right. And so it can be an attack. Mm-hmm. It can mm-hmm. sound like an attack, mm-hmm. you know, or being judgmental. And mm-hmm. that's where we say like the gray line. Right. It's no gray line anymore. Like if you say something, then something's wrong. You, you're you judging or you're, you're, you're telling them something badly, you know? Like, okay, um, you might not, hey, you know, if you don't, if you don't wash your butt, you might stink. <laughs> don't say that. And then, then you turn around and you be stinking and people be like, why you ain't saying nothing? No. You know, like these days, it's like, you just don't even say nothing. You might as well just let people stink. <laughs> might as well. But I'm telling you right now, if we going to be in an intimate, <laughs> if you in my intimate circle, and that don't mean it's a complete circle because I believe in your circle is your circle. It means you might have a friend in 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 Cali, a friend in Texas, Louisiana, you know what I'm saying? Somebody that's 50, 60, somebody that's 30, 25, it's whoever you're in alignment with, your circle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you are allowed to be like, nah, if you if you ain't washing your ass, no. That's not that's not that's that's offensive to other people. <laughs> I'm not trying to laugh. But see, that's what I'm saying. That's too. That's too harsh for some. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They'd be like, "Why you didn't tell your friend her breast thing?" Okay. If you say something, I, uh, uh, see people. Some people will get mad. Like, no, nah, it do. It do. Me, I'll be like, it do. Give me some gum, girl. Help me. Can I get a mint? You know. Cause that's a one-time thing, but if it's like all the time, how do you how do you address that? You gotta tell them. How do you tell them without them getting offended? Because you think that people care about their hygiene because it's important. They we just went through the pandemic where they was telling people to wash their hands. People wasn't washing their hands. <laughs> See, this is the stuff I be thinking about because I'm, I'm an out-the-box thinker all the time. Like, <sighs> are you serious? You know? So you touching my stuff with dirty hands? Come on. You walking around with dirty hands? Mm-hmm. You walking around, you know, with the, you don't do breath tests to make sure your breath is cool? You know you just ate them onions or that garlic? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or you know you just uh, smoked a cigar and drank some Hennessy? Come on. You know what that smells like. You know? 
Mm-hmm. Or if you smoke cigarettes, you already know what's up. You need to have a cigarette kit. You know, spray yourself down, whatever. Pop your little mints. Be on your way. Boom. Why are we not aware? That's all I'm saying. And then you can't get mad. If someone says something, is that judgmental? That ain't judgment to me. They trying to help you. Correct. That's not judgment to me. That's support. (laughs) But I just, period. Because sometimes it's darn if you do, darn if you don't. You know? Oh, she ain't told her homegirl their breasts stink and they roll together. You know? Then you tell the homegirl, I read that stink. Oh, okay. I'm just saying it. I'm hating. All right. And I'm just making an example. I'm not saying this really happened. I'm just saying I've heard of this happening before and I've seen it. But you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just an example, an analogy. This is really happening. This is how people are so desensitized, so gray line is erased. Everything's hating. That's not, no, everybody's not hating. Everybody's not picking on you. You know? Mm-hmm. That's why I choose to be quiet sometimes. Because sometimes my re- my realness, I, my realness has been too harsh. <laughs> but maybe because I grew up in a household where it was raw. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know my dad was raw. You know your grandma was raw. Like we grew up in raw na- in environment. You be crying every day if you feel, if you got offended by the shit. <laughs> Seriously. 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 You be crying every day. <laughs> Your feelings would be hurt every day. But, you know, and I'm not saying that everything they said and did was healthy. But a lot of it was, we, we got wisdom from it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We're not soft. Well, I want to be soft, ladies and gentlemen. I'm but what I mean, what I mean, what I mean by <laughs> that is where your skin, you don't have tough skin. I'm definitely kind and compassionate and soft as a woman should be. But my skin ain't thin. I mean, you could talk about me and say, well, girl, you Jenna Jackson done got a little thick. I'm like, I know she have, ain't she? You know what I'm saying? Me. I'm not blowing it off. I see myself in the mirror. I know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't bother me. You're not going to go cry in the car. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to go cry in the car. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, but that's because, again, everybody is not exposed to the same thing. You can't expect everybody to be the same. I don't, you know, but one of my toxic straight traits is thinking people got common sense. Mm, that's, that's a toxic a, trait. That's a, that's my one of my toxic traits is common sense. People expecting people to have common sense, even if we were giving the same information. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It depends on the mindset. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and so again, 
we're here to talk about just please, you know, be cognizant and aware of ourselves. We're we are the we are responsible. You're responsible for you, right? Mm-hmm. We're responsible for ourselves. You're responsible for being your biggest cheerleader. You're responsible for right. you know getting help if you need help with with you know your emotions and your trauma or or what you're dealing with and who you should you know talk to about those things you know because again like every time we talk about something and I'm not because we talk about things in a out the box realm mm-hmm. so that we're able to tap into stuff before it even happens because we see it happening we just don't know how it's going to play out right mm-hmm. and so that that's kind of how these pod ha- podcasts have been uh, trending mm-hmm. you know in, in each topic because it's always connected right mm-hmm. to the other in some form or fashion but we just highlight you know the 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 main thing that's going on right now. Right. Uh, the sensationalized story is is more exciting for folks to talk about. Um, but again, I'm going out down the road. Let's travel far and few in between. And feeling okay. right. Right. The road less travel, far and few in between. And it don't in in, in life is about what's within is what reflects on the outside as above so below correct Again, the law of one it goes right you gotta, right. Go, you gotta go in in mm-hmm. order to get the outright and that's where out the box and thinking outside the box mm-hmm. is all about and mm-hmm. so with us versus us it's about taking that accountability. Yes. You know, and we just talked about how you don't go with the majority all the time. You can't. These fools is all going to jail because they was all doing the same foolishness. Mm-hmm. Who agreed to be foolish? Can't no grown person make me with my grown self go along with the shenanigans it's not happening because what I'm one of one I'm one of one (laughs) I'm one of one so you know it's been a great podcast it's a great evening as it always is. And we may have said something wrong, but you know, we'll come back and correct it. <laughs> we just human beings, y'all. Just having hey. a cousin conversation to remind y'all, like, even the things that we say, we don't want you to agree with, but it's just to remind you, think different. Right. Don't be afraid to think different. Don't be afraid to not go along with the crowd and think that something's wrong with you if you are thinking about it in a different manner. Right. You know, you can get yourself caught up. Get yourself in trouble. And and, and trouble is not exempt. Nobody is exempt from it. But you, you can be a decision away from it. You know? Making the wrong decision. And, and these 
these police officers made the wrong decision and hurt a lot of people from from whatever they got going on within themselves and within their group. But it has nothing to do with no other groups. Yes. You know, that that was definitely evil. And evil is with can be within anybody. It's a deep reminder to do our own critical self-examination of the areas where we might have gotten too caught up with power in some way. And where, where do we need to come back and look at ourselves so that we don't end up in the situation where we looking up like, how did, how did we, how did we get here? Yes, definitely. And, and who you around, who you around, who you married to, who you have kids by is very important. Okay. Because that can affect your life. It can affect your environment. I'm saying this thing go deep. It's deep. You gotta be, you know, be honest about these things. Who you have children with is a lifetime sentence. It's longer than the marriage. Yeah, you know, but I'm saying like those individuals, the their characteristics. What what are their outtakes and outlooks on life? You know, whatever their spirit is, you get connected to that. You know what I'm saying? And, you, and, and people lose themselves and don't even realize it. You know, and it, it could be it could be a, a cycle of just you know. That's what hey, it is. That's what it is. A cycle. And that's mm-hmm. and it, that goes deep, you know, like with mm-hmm. our own ancestors. This is mm-hmm. not people just always want to think it's a it's a jab or you know, like really look deep your lineage for real, for real, for real. You know your environments that you grew up in, just all of that, all of that. So thank y'all for listening. We had to jump in and, yeah. and, and pop on really quickly. Let you guys know we're still there. Thank you for our the all the new subscribers, all the new followers. Yes. Y'all yeah. are y'all are y'all are. Hey, listen, doesn't talk. We appreciate you. Appreciate you. And uh, we're gonna still be here, and we we coming, and we got some 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 goodness, some good things, and 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 some good stuff coming here yeah. in your future. Yes, yes, yes. And until next time, we want to say peace, light, love, and protect your spirit. We're going to keep telling you to protect your spirit and your energy because it's, it's, it's real in the field out there right now, okay? We mm-hmm. love y'all, and we, we just we want y'all to be safe mm-hmm. and, and, and be healthy and be good and, and keep your spirit filled with that which is good. Remember to think out the box. And think out the box. And we out. Peace.